dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. If you are pursuing an academic career path, I'm sure someone will have used the phrase researcher identity at some point when talking about your progression. If not, it basically means that at some point in a journey, you need to work on what your unique brand of research will be if you want to venture off and start your own research group. When you're doing your PhD, this concept can seem like it's a million miles away. You're working on somebody else's project and essentially learning how to be a researcher. But as you progress out of PhD life and into the postdoc world, you often find that the seeds of ideas start to be sown. As a mid to late stage postdoc myself, I'm now at the stage where I need these ideas to bear fruit as I apply for fellowships. It is time for me to gain my research independence. And in this month's blog, I want to take you through step by step what that means and how you can do it. Starting with the first point, what is research independence? Well, this part is pretty self-explanatory. Research independence is being able to go off and work on your own ideas. This doesn't necessarily mean having no senior input. It's common for research fellows to still have some form of mentor. It does, however, give you the responsibility of coming up with the hypotheses you want to investigate and designing the methodology yourself to test them. You report mainly to yourself and it's your job to keep track of progress with the work. You'll likely also have to manage your own research budget because you're no longer working off somebody else's funding. Research independence means you've probably applied for your own grant money and you need to manage it appropriately. This can all seem overwhelming, but it's worth it because you'll have gained full academic freedom. If there's a route you want to go down and explore, you're free to do so because you dictate the research direction. So what boxes do you need to tick in order to gain this independence? Firstly, career stage. You need to be at the right stage of your career. If someone is going to fund your idea, they want evidence that you'll be able to deliver on your objectives. In order to show that, you need proof that you can turn research ideas into outputs through things like papers, conference presentations and grants. The latter is tricky to get earlier in your career, but a few hundred quid here and there is a good thing to show on your CV. It means you'll likely have been a postdoc for a little bit before being able to go for independent funding. You also need to stand out. When you are ready to apply for your own funding, your idea needs to really pop. No funding body is going to give you money to do what multiple other researchers are doing. This doesn't mean you have to come up with ideas like researching Alzheimer's disease pathology from the smallest moon on Mars. You can take inspiration from other work you've seen or things you've explored throughout your research career. Essentially, you need to ask yourself what theory or idea or principle that is not currently being explored at my institute would I be happy to centre my career around. Also, talk to people. You might have an idea in mind, but you may want it to mature before you apply for funding. The best way to do this is to get feedback. Talk to senior people that you trust at your institute. A university will not say no to extra funding. They'll help you develop the idea to give you the best possible chance of securing that funding. It's also important to remember that no researcher can operate alone, so having a good portfolio of collaborators is key. It's better for you, and funding bodies love to see collaborative work. You also have to fit a niche, and this point touches back on something I mentioned earlier. In order to be independent in your own work, you need to find your place in the academic landscape. Take five minutes to have a look at the research profiles of senior academics at your institute. You'll notice that they all have their own unique brand of research. Some may work on the same thing, Alzheimer's disease for example, and they may work with each other, but they'll all have their own angle. Universities don't want departments filled with multiple copies of exactly the same researcher. Ask yourself what your university isn't currently doing that you can do for them. That is how you find your own niche and justify being given license to establish your own brand of research.
And finally, you have to frame your ideas. You need to frame them correctly because a big part of gaining academic independence is winning your own grants. In order to do this, you need to get your you need to target your proposal correctly. It's no good submitting a project on the molecular biology of Alzheimer's to an engineering funding call, for example. You need to frame the idea in a way that fits with the remit of the funding body. Before you apply for any money, make sure you know exactly what grant you want to go for and identify how your idea fits in with their research vision. This step is critical if you want to get the funding required to go out into the landscape of independent research. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.